Hey everyone, welcome to your Divine Purpose Insights podcast for this week. I'm Laura Molitor, your host and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can subscribe to this podcast and share if you like what you hear. Today I want to talk a little bit about commitment. This Bible verse really grabbed me the other day. And when these inspirations shine, I really like to run with them, as any of you who listen to this program probably already know. This verse is from Psalms 37. It's verse 5. This is the King James Version. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. So this awoke me to the fact that if I really want to have things move forward in my life, Uh, to feel progress and success, as well as helpfulness and peace. Well, I have to trust God for sure. I have to place my reliance on something bigger than my ego and recognize that I can let go of that sense of personal control and let God take charge. Show me the way toward what's right and away from what's wrong or not as good for me. I have to let go of the reins, give up being in charge, I have to do my best to be humble in each moment and know as well as I can in each moment that God wants what is right and good and loving and healing and that I can yield to that reality. But there's something else I need to do. I need to commit. I need to really choose to stand firm. I need to agree without waffling to devote myself to the cause and stop making excuses not to or putting it off until some better time. This commitment really isn't so much about deciding exactly what you want to do and never changing your mind. That's just human will. It's about commitment to the ideal, the thought, the motive, the reason. Does that make sense? So to me, it's really about our commitment to what our heart is telling us. It's a trust in our inspiration, what's coming to us in this moment, and it's standing on that. It's a a conscious acknowledgement within as to what matters and choosing to stay with that instead of putting it off or second-guessing. I read another statement from the Bible recently that got me thinking. I don't remember the exact verse. It was really short and sweet. It's something like, um, I am thy servant, Lord. It really hit me with a force and power. I am thy servant. It doesn't mean I sacrifice everything for some arbitrary force. It means that I agree right here and right now to serve love, to serve truth, to serve goodness, is to serve the cause that is God, not the personal self or the world's expectations or even a religious creed. It's to serve God, good. And this means we agree to let him be in charge. It means I commit to God's purpose and let it move me forward. Now, God's purpose is one that sets me free and serves the world as well. I really believe that. We may think we don't want to be God's servant, but when we aren't God's servant, committed to his holy purpose, aren't we servants to something else? Aren't we servants to fear, maybe? 
Maybe we're servants to the body and its complaints and attention. Maybe we're servants to our egos or selfishness. It may sound like a way to look out for number one, but it's limited in vision. And it comes from a motive that's limited in power. Selfish motives don't have that divine support. So they don't get us true peace and end up working against our better and more successful natural selves. I like these quotes about commitment. And remember, this doesn't mean stubborn, unrelenting, holding on to a sinking ship or some idea that no longer feels right. It means committing in each moment to trust and expectation. It's saying this right now feels right and I'm, I'm going to go for it. So Abraham Lincoln said, commitment is what transforms a promise into a reality. Sammy Davis Jr. said, you always have two choices, your commitment versus your fear. Think about that. You have a choice. Fear that keeps you from moving and acting, that keeps you paralyzed, that's standing firm but for the wrong reasons and it's in a state that really isn't free or fun. Or you can commit to the idea, stand on its rightness and move forward from that standpoint. That promise you heard becomes a reality. And the best part about this is that we're not fulfilling the promise ourselves. God is. Here's another translation, the Amplified Classic Bible version of that same Psalm 37 verse 5 citation I shared at the beginning. Listen to this. Commit your way to the Lord. Roll and repose each care of your load on him. Trust, lean on, rely on, and be confident also in him, and he will bring it to pass. Who's bringing it to pass? Not you. It's God. As we commit to God and his plan, his ideas, his qualities, he brings that healing, that creative endeavor, that right relationship, that fruitful experience to pass. Committing isn't getting ahead of ourselves either or getting ahead of God. It's about planting those seeds. It's digging into the ground and putting those seeds in there, nurturing them with our attention and care and expecting that they will grow. It's committing to begin. It's saying this is worthy and I am worthy in it. So I agree to start with dedication, devotion, and a trust that when I humbly serve God, when I give up the limit itself for something larger than me, for a goodness and a life and a love that's infinite, then the details will flower and I can experience the fullness of that garden as well as appreciate each day of new blooming along the way, along God's beautiful way. So I want to end with this quote that I've always appreciated and reflect on often. I think it coincides nicely with that Bible quote and with some of the things we've been sharing today. It's by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, this German writer and statesman from the 17 to 1800s. He says, until one is committed, there's hesitancy, the chance to draw back. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there's one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. That the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one 
that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from that decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Yes. That's the end of the quote. Um, this boldness is based on inspiration and trust. It's that divine confidence that really accomplishes. And that's a light in the world as well. That's all I have for today. I hope that was helpful. I'd love to hear from you with any thoughts or questions or if you want to set up a divine purpose coaching or spiritual guidance session. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. You can check out my website, beingfreenow.com. There's a contact form there as well. We'll see you next week.